This is Marriage to the Max, episode number 97. Welcome to another episode of Marriage to the Max. I'm your host, Kelly Hurst. This is Brett Hurst. And we are marriage educators and co-founders of Home Encouragement. And this podcast is designed to help you take your marriage to the next level. Hooray. Woo. Okay. Today's episode is called, drum roll please, is honesty always the best policy? Is honesty always the best policy? Ooh, I think it is, but we're going to explore the conversation. So that's the question. Yes. The today's topic may make some of our listeners a little uncomfortable. It's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> I know. Because some feel there should be zero tolerance when it comes to deceit of any kind. 100% transparency. Well, I agree with that. <laughs> My question is, is that realistic 100% of the time? And if we say it's okay for an occasional fiblet... Fiblet. <laughs> Not to be confused with niblet. <laughs> what if that becomes a habit and turns into lying about significant things? Then that would be very that bad. That would be very bad. Okay, so here's a statistic I found from an online study. Non-married partners lie on average once every three conversations. Good gravy. Married partners lie on average once every 10 conversations. Mm. This is from a study that was done in, or a survey that was done in psychology today. So according to psychology today, today married couples lie less than, than non-married, non-married couples. partners. That's right. Mm. Interesting. The interesting thing was this was across the board for all healthy couples. This wasn't like, Couples who aren't committed or couples in crisis. This was just general, general stuff. Interesting. So one in every 10 conversations is on average where married couples tell a little, maybe a little white lie. Still too much. So does lying always make you a dishonest person? Maybe tiny fiblets make you a kind person because there's something called a compassionate offering. Hmm, You tell. Here's my See, all my lies are compassionate offerings. Yes. Well, I, and I always go back to this. There's a story in the Bible, in the Old Testament, of a woman named Rahab. Oh, yeah. Who lied to the people who came to, what were they going to do? They were going to kill her family? or They were going to kill the Israelite leaders. Yes. And she lied and said they weren't there. And, you know, saved these people. And so then she's mentioned in the book of Hebrews and, and she's in the lineage of Jesus. Genealogy, and, yeah, yes. And she right. was a harlot, which I, I just love the story of Rahab. Yeah. But so she lied. I mean, told a, a whopper. She did indeed. But it was for the good of the to save these people. And so the question is, like, is it always a sin to lie. <laughs> I mean, I, we're, I know where we're going to land with all this. Of course, we Do don't want to lie. But I just think it's an interesting. This topic actually has come up with couples right. in, in the work that we do. It's a great question. Is, you know, is it okay to have these little kind of moments that I don't tell everything? Right. So let's do a little breakdown here. There are two different kinds of lies, really. There's lies of commission, 
which is where you actively say something that's untrue. Okay. You know, you ask me, how much do I weigh? And I tell you, bleep, and it's not the right number. <laughs> oh, so that's fudging on the number. <laughs> now, that's a lie of commission. Right. <laughs> a lie of omission is where you just leave out information. So does this dress make me look fat? You <laughs> just leave out information. <laughs> The other, the person responding. So by far, current psychological literature on intimacy votes in favor of total or nearly total honesty as the basis for healthy romantic ties. Close partners communicate openly with each other. And the closer they are, the easier it is for them to share their true feelings. Mm -hmm. By lying, the theory goes, you create boundaries between yourself and your partner. I think that would... Stand a reason in most situations. That's pretty standard. Yeah. But is there a double standard? So contrast the way you feel when you're the liar or the fibber. You liar. With the way you feel if you are the recipient of a lie. Because I think we all have a tendency to excuse ourselves for the same behavior that we criticize other people for. And yes. lying might not be an exception. I don't know. You know why you're lying to your partner when you do things like, you know, not mentioning that your ex-boyfriend contacted you on social media. Hmm. But if your partner engaged in the same behavior, you might feel a little suspicious. That's a double standard. It's a total double standard. So here are some areas that I just want to explore and ask if it's okay to fib. Huh. <laughs> All right. Okay. So one these, would be. These are fiblets. These are fiblets. In an effort to show affection to your spouse. Okay. What's the so lie there? If a husband says to his wife, you are the most beautiful woman I have ever seen. But you are. Okay. But I'm not. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and so, or if he says to her, you know, this is the best meal I have ever had. Mm -hmm. Only be just because he wants to be so loving and affectionate with her. All right. Is that really a fit. A, is it really wrong to do that? I think if we went back and asked first year of marriage, Kelly, you would definitely say it's quite okay. <laughs> they say that the average couple does this kind of affectionate lying is what they call it three times a week. They call it opportunities for closeness because you're just showing love and affection to your spouse. Okay. So that doesn't count. <laughs> Okay, what about the area of sex? For someone to, oh boy, you got, I had your attention when I said about sex. What? What if you say to your spouse, you're the best lover? Okay. Okay. That may not be 100% true, but you're showing love to your spouse. Okay. Or you're the best I've ever had. Maybe uh, that's not true. Okay. <laughs> it is true for you, Brett. Of course. But <laughs> Hey, you know, I'm sure people have said that to one another. And, you know, this is kind of a dumb thing to think of, but like this could improve your partner's sexual self-esteem, which could benefit you. So we're talking about hyperbole here or I mean, what would. Well, I mean, it's like, you know, how do you measure stuff like that anyway? But how do you measure, you know, if this is the best meal I've ever had? Right. But okay. it's just kind of nuancing the sure. difference between. 100% zero tolerance. I'm never going to stretch the truth. I'm never going right. to, you know, the bottom line is we sort of all do this, you know, oh, to a certain extent. No doubt. Okay. What about leaving information out? So like 
lies of omission, as we said before, it's not necessarily lying. Maybe it's just not telling the whole story, leaving out information that pertains to a surprise party that you're planning for your spouse. Okay. That would be lying. Yeah, but... Uh, but a lie of omission. Yeah. Right. And would that be okay? Sure. Although I planned two surprise parties for you in our life. One of them I didn't tell you about, but you kind of figured out Correct. at the last minute. Yes. The second one, I was so stressed out. I told you about it. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, hey, you need to act surprised when we walked into this room of 100 people. <laughs> so you didn't even love me enough to tell me a lie of omission. That's right. Just to de-stress so, your own life. You told me. <laughs> so Pepper Schwartz. I would have figured it out. She's a, I think a PhD. Uh, she specializes in relationships and I just love her name, Pepper Schwartz. But she has done a lot of work with couples. She says, most white lies, the dishonesty is rooted in the desire to avoid confrontation. That's true. So the husband tells his wife he stopped by the hardware store on the way home when he really grabbed a beer with his buddy. Okay. Or the wife tells her husband that her new dress cost a hundred dollars when it really cost 150 I am quite familiar with that lie. I'm sure you are. I, I don't go 100 when it's 150. I tell you it's 100 when it's 109. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's just leave it at this. There's a lot of rounding up or rounding down. Okay, I'll the- give you that. <laughs> Another time couples t- will tell fiblets is to nip a trivial argument in the bud. So to say... To your spouse, okay, you're right, my bad, when you know maybe the whole thing wasn't your fault. Mm -hmm. But it's an an effort to end a silly tiff that wouldn't matter in the long run. Mm -hmm. Just take the high road, bail out. Yeah, like what what you and I would say, Brett, is I don't think that's the best path for serious disagreements. Mm -hmm. But if the outcome doesn't have a super impact on your life, maybe it's okay to just say it's my fault when it's not just to keep things from exploding in the moment or something. Okay. What do you think about that? I think what you think. <laughs> we're, we're, we're highly in agreement on this episode. Certainly. Uh, another area is just about, don't lie to me. Another area is about your spouse's friends, okay. which I thought was interesting. I hadn't really thought about this one, but according to some people, your spouse would rather you not think about their friends at all than say how you really feel about them. Run that by me again. According to some, your spouse would rather you not think about their friends at all rather than say how you truly feel about them. Okay, so I'm not supposed to have an opinion about your friends as well. Well, I'm just saying they would rather you not even talk about them than for you to go, I really can't stand her. Fascinating. It is. That's probably true because it would make me uncomfortable if I had a good friend that you genuinely didn't like. Uh huh. Because then I would just always be like, Oh, I'm going to the movies with so-and-so and and then I'm going to get a, you know, yucky face from you or whatever. Okay. That hasn't happened, but Mm. no, it has not. Right. For the most part, we like each other's friends. (laughs) Well, let's see. (laughs) It hasn't happened from my end to you. So I have some friends you don't like. No, I like all your friends. All right. So as a general rule, as a general rule, if the lie is meant to protect you because you did something wrong, I think you're lying okay. to protect yourself. Brett, sorry, play ball here. I'm, I'm if the lie is meant to protect you because you did something wrong, it's not okay. But if it's a lie that genuinely protects your partner's feelings, it might be okay. Might I say might might. So, for example. If your mother makes a snide comment about your wife, I'll talk to husbands. Your mother makes a snide comment about your wife 
and you choose not to tell your wife that information, a lie of omission might be okay. I totally agree. Yeah, because why hurt your wife's feelings why if your mom's there? just being, you know, persnickety? Right. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of splitting <laughs> hairs here. Why? What? Well, it's just an act of omission. Is it a lie of omission? Uh, you know. Well, that's what I'm talking about. All is right. it, are we talking about 100 percent transparency in right, marriage? Right. That's what you're saying. Or are we talking about being wise enough to pick and choose what needs to be related okay. or what needs to be left out? All right. Because I think I would genuinely be hurt if you told me someone in your family said something mean about me. Oh, I'm sure you would. You know. And they wouldn't do that. No, they wouldn't. But I'm just saying, if you chose to protect my feelings, I would probably be glad you did. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah. So that's very interesting. I, You know, I even had a conversation one time with a therapist friend of ours, and we were talking about like just infidelity recovery and all that kind of stuff. And I asked him, I said, do you think, you know, a hundred percent of cases you should tell, you know, and I think in general, it's the question is always yes. Okay. But I remember him telling me an example. He said, well, I had a couple once where the husband had had an affair, I think like 20 years prior Mm -hmm. and his wife who he had stayed married with and, you know, she was dying of cancer. Mm. And the husband asked, should I tell her? Should I tell my wife oh, right. that I did this 20 years ago? What would be the point? And the therapist said, I don't think so. Yeah. Because, you know, your wife's battling her life right now. And mm-hmm. what's that really going to do for right. her? Yeah. And so wouldn't be the most loving thing to no. do. No. So I think that's a very, very rare situation. Yeah. Right. But I'm just. It's a good example. Yeah. Then. I'm just trying to put out there. Let's let's use wisdom. You know, right. There was a, a dissertation that was written that said deception frequency is typically correlated with lower relationship satisfaction. So in other words, the more a couple lies to each other, the less satisfied they are with their relationship, which I think makes a lot of sense. Relationship satisfaction is a key ingredient of high intimacy. So telling lies to your partner may feel like to you, you're doing your partner a favor, but over time, you may not be doing a favor to your partner by continuing to, you know, even white lie okay. about things. So in general, we're landing on the let's not tell lies. That is exactly where we're landing. I was kind of worried there. No, I just thought it was a, an interesting conversation. And again, this has come up with couples before. And it, so I didn't want to just, you know, leave it there. So are you all right? Did you survive? Oh, sure. I'm fine. Oh, good. A fascinating angle. Good. Are you lying? <laughs> I, as far as you know, I'm telling the truth. Oh, my goodness. Well, if you'd like to contact us, you can find us at marriagetothemax.org. Also, we hope you'll follow Marriage to the Max on Facebook and Twitter. And if you have a topic or question you'd like for us to discuss on the podcast, please send us an email to thehursts at homeencouragement.org, and we will do our best to get it on the air. And if you hate us, just <laughs> lie about it. Uh, or yeah, really. Some Please lie, lie of omission. <laughs> and we hope you'll share the love by rating us on Apple Podcasts and maybe take a moment to write a review. That would be so helpful. Helps us to have more visibility. Again, a special thank you to Grant Supak, our audio engineer who mixes our episodes. Thank you, Grant. We love you. Always helping us sound much better than we are. So thanks for listening today. And until next time, remember, healthy marriage, healthy world. God bless y'all. Bye.